0: Hello Dungeoneers! Welcome to Apply Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that tries to stay positive and focus on the good things in life. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. What's
1: something that's going good for you right now, Daniel? Anything to report? Yeah, I got some uh, chicken wings I'm gonna make later. Got some barbecue sauce and some honey and sriracha that I'm going to mix together. So pretty stoked about that. To be clear, it's going to be barbecue wings and then honey sriracha wings. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. All, all homemade. Oh, well, no, I didn't. I didn't kill the chickens myself, but um, yeah. No, well, cool.
0: Well, Janelle's here, too, and uh, I'd like to pose the same question to you, Janelle. What's a good thing happening to you right now?
2: And you can't you
0: can't say Daniel's chicken because he already used that. No, one.
2: No, but that was what I was going to say. I said I was going to have some chicken for dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, sorry, you have to do something else.
2: Um, uh, wasn't today, but rather recently, I got to pet some the cats, so that was nice. Got to oh, see nice. my cats, my parents. So,
3: are are your parents cats?
2: No, what? my parents have the cats. Oh, okay, sorry.
0: Yeah, geez AJ, it's biologically impossible for her parents to be cats. Hey, yeah. I don't
2: judge. Anyways, I got to pet cats, so that made me happy.
0: Well, that's nice. I, I I like cats too. Cats are pretty great. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: Nate's here too, and
0: well, I was wondering how you're doing, bud. Are you ready to get energetic and tell us about something positive going on
1: with you? Yes. And
4: that's it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, somehow I <laughs> knew that's all Nate was going to say.
0: <laughs> question asked, answer given. All right, here, I'll make I'll make a demand instead of a question. Nate, tell me something good going on with you right now. I demand an answer. I'm
4: finally learning resistance in a healthy way by ignoring your answer. That is the positive
0: <laughs> <line>. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Nate. Good, good, good for answer. you. <laughs> Well, good for you, Nate. <laughs>
1: Snaps for Nate.
0: <laughs> well, alrighty then. Joel's here too. And besides getting to spend some time with your buddies, uh, what's something good that's going on with you today?
5: Uh, well, as as you know, today is Friday, even though it's not because it's Saturday, which means it's the weekend. That's always a good time, right?
1: Mhm. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I I have no idea where to go with that. That's that was that was weird. It
5: was weird because I got my days mixed up. But that's also a good thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is the weekend. It's a nice nice time to relax a little bit.
5: Yeah. Joel, are you okay? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. I'm great. It's a positive day today.
0: Mhm. All right. I'll trust that answer. <laughs> <laughs> and finally we have aj and you know what aj i'm not going to ask you that question i'm not going to ask you about something going good because i already know the answer you get to spend time with me Ah, you knew Ah, oh, that's it you're my favorite dm josh i was gonna say yeah
1: yeah i'm glad it's at least nice for you yeah wait wait what oh <laughs> There it is. This this whole intro was way too wholesome for our program. So yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say
0: it took way too much energy for me to be nice and ask you guys nice questions like that.
1: Oh, I was I was yeah, excited and, and
0: happy. Well, that's too bad, AJ.
1: No, that's that's fair. Well, that's Josh, fair. I'm afraid
5: to I'm gonna that. interrupt you now. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you re- did you literally just anyway? Okay, moving on. <laughs> Josh, what's something good going on in your life? Oh, I was not prepared for this question.
0: Um, Josh
5: doesn't have a life.
0: Yeah, I
1: don't.
5: He just exists Ooh. to feed us D and D scenarios.
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess that's the cat's out of the bag, listeners. I don't exist. I'm, I'm only here when we record, and then other than that, I'm just not real. But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes that's a good thing because you know what? I love D and D. So, Daniel. Even if I only exist when we record, this is something good for me. Playing D and D with you guys, and by you guys I mean everyone but AJ. But he's tolerable, of course. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, now I just sound like an asshole because you're not yes anding me. You're.
1: You're just taking <laughs> it. <You're just laughs> supposed to, supposed it. to yeah. fight. You
0: sound like one.
5: <laughs> that's
3: how I. That's that's how yeah, you. AJ, why don't you
1: stand up for yourself?
0: No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> not gonna work AJ because guess ah. what I like you dang it <laughs> we're buddies we're good close buddies you're one of the most positive things that's ever happened in my life will Here you marry no?
2: him I did it you're welcome oh, well,
0: thank you, <laughs> well yeah well I guess before we do that though before AJ and I uh, start planning our wedding um, oh my God. would you guys be interested in playing some D&D tonight because that's yes. what I'm really
1: excited about. Nah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Daddy. Yes. Y- y- here, let me say it clearly. Y- yes. Woo! <laughs> Who
0: let Ric Flair in here. <laughs> well, alrighty then. So before we get started, I'm going to give us a quick recap and then we'll jump back into the action. So last episode, our group of adventurers prepared to leave Brimpton and start their journey across the countryside to get to Alcina, the capital of the Miers kingdom, where they will hopefully unlock the secrets to their destiny, which is still really confused and unexplained right now. But trust me, it will get explained in the future. Before you left, you stopped by the magical shop between worlds and purchased some cool little magical items and stocked up for your trip. And then you strode out of the shop, out of the back alley, jumped on your horses, and departed on your newest adventure. So we'll jump back into our scene. Your mule-drawn cart is clattering through the streets of Brimpton. Jasper, Aegon, Fergus, and Laszlo are all sitting in the back of the cart. And Theo, Gunner, and Vez are all riding on your riding horses. And you're strutting through the streets and you reach the outside gate of Brimpton. And you hear more horses come up and you look behind and you see Stephen and Morag on their own horses. Their horses are laden heavily with their traveling supplies and probably most of what they own. And Morag has the baby swaddled close to her for the, for the ride. And they ride up to you and Steven says, well, hello. Mind if we ride with you for a little bit? Haha,
1: <laughs> no. And then Gunnar stabs him. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. What? <laughs> Rule initiative. No, no. Ima- imagine if that were the case. No, Gunnar Gunner does not do that. He has one of those weird moments where, like, you imagine, like, what What if I did something crazy right now? And then he snaps out of it. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Did, did, did you say something? Oh, hi, Steven. How are you? Uh, yeah, Gunner. Um,
0: put the knife down. Um, just Morag and I are going to be traveling to Littlefield, so we figured we just stick on the road with you for an hour or two, and then pop off. Yeah, sure.
6: Uh, guys, you don't do that. Don't listen to him. He's being ridiculous. Of course you can come. It's care. Come on this side of the cart. That's ridiculous. Don't be on that side. He's he had too much cheese last night.
1: Hey. Now, 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 wait a minute, Theo. This side of the cart is just fine. In fact, I would say that it's better than that side because it doesn't have your smell on this side. I I, I mean, I can still smell, smell it, of better course. better than but...
6: your smell because your smells like cut cheese, if you know what I mean. Oh, the audacity. Theo, and, you know what? And Fergus uh, does pop up and he says,
0: well, uh, Gunner, you you do really smell like cheese, though. Like you were rubbing
1: it all over yourself earlier. It's kind of your fault. Hmm. Well, maybe I'm the only one who appreciates cheese, so. Well, most, pe- most people just
0: wear, like, ointments and oils, like, scented oils as, like, a deodorant. Like, not everyone wants to smell like cheese.
1: That's kind of weird. Gonna cut some off. Shh, shh, sh, sh. Fergus, do I need to do the thing again? No, he no start, it's, a, it's He okay. starts pulling out a, a, a small slice of cheese. Come on, here comes the airplane. <laughs> Oh, come on. Ah, oh, there you go. It's good, isn't it? And
0: uh, Morag is just staring at you guys, and she makes eye contact with Vez.
2: I am so sorry. No, what? They just, I feel like maybe you've known us long enough at this point, but that's just how they are.
0: Yeah, and she leans down. She says,
2: um, Vez, you you just want to come with us? You know, maybe, but my fate is tangled so So much in there is that I might have to take a rain check on that. But yeah, I mean, maybe eventually, if you don't mind. She just kind of gives her a smile.
0: (laughs) (laughs) and She's like, "Okay, cool. And then uh, Steven cuts in and he says, well, all right, let's not waste any more time. Let's get on that road. And uh, he cracks the reins on his horse and he begins to walk forward. So you guys make it to the edge of town and you leave the gate. You give one last wave to Richard, the guard, who looks like he's trying to hold back tears as you guys leave. And he just waves to you guys as you guys crest a hill and go down the other side. And Stephen and Morag stay with you for a little ways. Like I said, just a few hours. And then they part as well. And they give you a short wave as they, too, round a corner and go down a hill and disappear from your sight as well. Now it's just you guys, our five intrepid adventurers, their two sidekicks, and a dog and a cat on the road again. Yeah. (laughs) So I kind of want to do something interesting with this because sometimes overland travel can just be kind of boring. I don't want to say you guys travel two weeks and you're there. Like, I want stuff to happen. So something I'd like to do is I want each of you to give me a D20 roll. And then we'll go through that order, and I want you to tell me something that happens on this trip, and we will treat that as a scene in its own, or as an encounter on its own. Okay. So I'm kind of giving you guys a little bit of control. Like, obviously, don't go crazy. Don't try to derail me. (laughs) And an ancient
7: red dragon swoops (laughs) down.
0: Well, dragons are extinct, so I won't let you do that one, Joel. Oh, an and ancient he's got laser
1: cannons. Yeah, and the terrasque also shows up, and he <laughs> has laser cannon.
0: <laughs> this was probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so AJ, you are at the top. So, tell me something that happens on this trip. I I like to imagine
3: that uh, they're just getting on their way, and they're starting to hit some bunches of trees or you know some foliage that they're getting into as they're moving their way across borders and things outside of towns and I think that in a few moments they hear some rustling behind them and they're still on edge from what's going on not necessarily that they're super tense but they're ready in an instant and they all freeze and look over to the right and they see this brush that Jussels for a little bit, and it reminds them of what they saw in the vision with that hulk the hulking mass. they all freeze and, and look over to the right to try and prepare for what's coming, and all of a sudden this buck just lifts its heads up, looks at each one of them, and then just darts off. And it's sort of a nice surprise in a way, and I think Theo just chuckles a little bit and realizes how tense he was because he already has his axe in his hand. And I think they carry on.
0: Yeah, and Laszlo laughs at Theo. He's like... <laughs> Theo, you thought a deer was a creepy thing. Man, you're so scared of everything. Uh, <laughs> and you look yeah. back and he, he has his dagger out and his hand is shaking.
6: <laughs> he, he just, like, nods at him and smiles and says, yeah, I'm I'm silly,
3: yep, and and just moves on.
0: Yeah, and Master the Cat doesn't look like he was uh, bothered at all. Instead, he just jumps to sit on Jasper's lap and starts kneading his, his
1: robes. I think Gunner's hiding behind his horse shaking. It's like,
2: is it gone? Gunner, it it was a deer, you're fine. I don't care what it was.
1: It was big.
2: Y- yes, it it was a full-size deer, you're right. So on up on the horse, come on.
1: Give me a minute. Gunner just takes a couple deep breaths, some night does some nice stretches and then he gets back up on the horse. Ooh, okay. I I feel a, a little bit better now. Thank you. <laughs>
7: I'm happy to help Gunner.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, sure, z- z- that buzz that directed at you, yep, Aegon. Of course it was. For being there. Exactly.
7: And I think that's something that we all have to be thankful for, that we're all here and we can all help each other when we're in need.
1: Exactly. Right, right Jasper? Right.
7: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> So don't you worry over there, Fio. We're all here to help you if you're you're in trouble.
6: (laughs) Thank you, I appreciate that. I'm always glad to have you in my corner. He sweats a little bit and and puts his
3: axe away. Uh, Still a little bit jumpy, but moving on.
1: Gonna shout some points behind (gasps) Fio. Fio, look out!
3: (laughs) He he turns around and almost throws his axe at whatever he points at.
1: (laughs) What's happening? No, I, f- I just wanted to When
2: Theo turns back around, he sees Vez, like, eye Gunner, and then she has a book in her hand. She hits him on the back of the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! You need to stop and leave him alone, or next time, when you jump off your horse and you're so scared that you have to, like, do laps, we're not going to be as nice. Maybe I'll, you know, tap your horse and you can go catch it. Ow, oh, you're, you're so mean. She just ignores you and goes back to reading her book. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so after
0: that, can everyone actually give me a perception check?
2: Now that we've made a lot of noise. Eight. Six.
5: Eighteen for me.
2: I got a twenty. A natural twenty.
3: Good, because Theo got a a two. A natural two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so as you are riding away and starting to laugh off this uh, false scare, something catches Vez's eye deep in the forest, like really, really deep in the forest, probably about 200 feet away from you through the trees. You think for a second you see a figure hiding back there, but then you like blink and it's gone and you're not quite sure what to make of it.
2: She turns and she looks again and she's like, Did you and then she realizes what she's about to sound like and just <laughs> stops herself.
0: <laughs> and Fergus Fergus leans over and says, Pez, that's really mean. Don't try to scare them again.
2: She just turns and looks at him and like then just goes back to her book. She thinks it's probably frowned upon to hit children. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. So you guys make it through that day. You go off to the side of the road, you camp, you cook some food over the fire and we'll move on to Daniel next. Daniel, what's a scene that happens at some point along the along the trail? It could be this night. It could be a few days
1: in. I think it's maybe the next day or two, but it's it's late in the evening. I think it's pretty close to the point where the group would get off and start camping But I think Gunner starts to freak out and and he's he's pointing and shouting, oh, it's a it's a wisp. It's a wisp. And what Gunner's actually pointing at is a firefly. And then since Gunner makes such a big commotion as they're uh, as they're traveling along in this part of the forest, uh, there's actually a bunch of fireflies around. And so then they have a nice little moment where instead of thinking they're getting attacked by wisps, they're actually just surrounded by all these nice little fireflies. Oh, well, they weren't wisps, as it turns out. Kind of cute little guys, huh? Wow, well, I've never seen so many. Yeah, nice, aren't they? I, I, I used to like to capture a few in my hand and just kind of, you know, Open my fingers just enough so, so z- the light could escape. You, you know what I mean? Oh, I
7: recall doing stuff like that when I was young as well.
1: Oh, yeah? Were you any good at catching fireflies? Or lightning bugs? H- however they call them in Hemeral? Oh. They just, they just call them uh, fireflies. Fireflies, okay.
7: Well, I don't like to brag, but uh, some might call me the best at catching fireflies.
1: Is that right? That's right. Do do you want to have a contest?
7: I don't know if you're quite up to my level right now, Gunner. Uh, Oh, uh, it's... It might not be that interesting of a show for people.
0: And uh, Laszlo sits up and he says, Aegon, those are some fighting words. I challenge you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you, me, Laszlo, and Jasper are going to throw down right here, right now.
2: Yeah, Theo and I can be the judges.
6: Oh, yeah, that sounds great (laughs) idea. I'll go get the snacks he'll go get the straw.
1: (laughs) 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 Or better yet, Jasper, you could just be the cheerleader. What what, what do you think of that? Sounds good.
0: (laughs) You better root for me. All right, so you guys are going to have a firefly catching contest. That's right, we are. So I think the way I'm going to handle this is everyone who's participating is going to have to... Normally, I would probably do... Like, probably just, like, a perception check. But I'll, I'll let you guys choose between a few potential skills that you could use. Like, you could probably use perception to try to find them. Animal handling, I guess, to try to, like, catch them.
5: Mm, I know what yeah, I, think, I mean. I think
0: the, those those are the two I'm thinking of. If you can get really clever with one, like, if you want to make an acrobatics check to jump through the trees and grab them from the trees, <laughs> I guess you could do that, too.
5: Well, I'd be happy to uh, to go first then.
0: Okay. What's Aegon gonna do?
5: Aegon wants to use his nature check, or his nature skill, in order to find uh, perhaps a plant or something that's that the fireflies are attracted to, and try and lure them all to him.
0: Okay, I like that. I feel kind of dumb for not immediately thinking of nature, but yeah, sure, you can do that. That'd be great.
5: All right. So I got a 13 on the die plus four for 17 total.
0: Okay. So Aegon roots around and he finds a, uh, a very pungent uh, weed. I don't have a name for it because I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, pungent weed. I'll call- uh, <laughs>
2: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: pung- It's just called pungent weed. Just one word, pungent weed. It's renowned for being very pungent with its scent. And uh, fireflies love it because they like to do the dirty on it. (laughs) So, (laughs) ew. Hey, bugs have their preferences too. That's right. So, Aegon picks a few and crushes it, and he walks around, and very soon he has very horny lights flashing (laughs) all across his body as he uh, walks through and collects them. So, I think Laszlo's going to go next. So, he is just going to make a. Let's see. He's not good in really anything. I think he's actually going to use his sleight of hand to try to be sneaky about sneaking up on them and grabbing them. So he's going to get a 10. So his strategy was okay, but he's taking so much time that he is not catching anywhere near as many as Aegon is. So he's just going around and grabbing
1: them and holding them in his hand. And then Gunner, what would you like to do? I think Gunnar has a very similar approach, but it, his form of sleight of hand is more like kind of brute forcing it. Like he's, he's actually like running and just trying to like use his quickness to just grab as many as he can. And maybe he's using like some jar from his pack to try and like hold them all. Okay. So why don't you give me, uh, give me your check? Okay. So a sleight of hand, that's a 16. Oh, Nice. See, so yeah, that's pretty effective. Gunnar's just dashing
0: through the forest as the sun's beginning to turn red and set over the mountains in the distance. And it's kind of like cutting through the trees, getting kind of dark. And by the time he's done, he doesn't need sunlight because he just has a big jar of light from all the fireflies he's caught. Now, is there anyone else who was going to participate? Is that everyone? Yeah,
1: I, I think I think Nate needs to give a cheer check because he's cheering everybody <laughs> on. Jasper needs to give a cheer check. Rather, he just looks at you and then goes
4: back to reading his book.
0: (laughs) There's like a firefly, like resting on his spell book and he just flicks it away. He's not interested. Man, (laughs) he crushes it and he smears it on his fingers so he can hold it over the page so he can read it from the light. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my gosh. No, that's a Jasper thing to do. It is. Alright, so you guys all, the three of you gathered together, and uh, I think probably Theo and Vez helped you count the Fireflies, and uh, Aegon comes out on top. That's he right, is he does. He the undisputed Firefly Master. Well, it was a valiant
7: effort, boys, but uh, you are no match for me.
1: Well, I don't think you'll be so lucky next time. <laughs> Luck had
7: nothing to do with it, Gunner. It's all know-how.
1: Hmm. If you say so.
7: And I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys wrap up your contest, you cook your food, and you're settling down for your your next night on the road. This is now the end of your third day, so it's your second night, and you're just going to sleep. And I need everyone to give me a perception check again. Perception check.
1: Three.
2: Thirteen.
1: Eight. Fifteen. Uh,
0: Theo got a sixteen. Alright, so as you're settling down for the night, Theo and Jasper are kind of just scanning the woods before going to bed, and you see lights flickering and dancing a few hundred feet away from you. They almost look like uh, bobbing lanterns. Hey, Jasper? Yes.
6: Uh, do they have fireflies where you're from?
0: Not that I'm aware of.
6: Well, I think they're pretty cool. Do you see those over there? Yes. Those ones seem to have like a great time. I bet they're like brothers or something. And they're like, they're like chasing each other. Cause one stole the other one's like, like nectar cookie. And the other one's like, oh no, I wanted the nectar cookie. And, and he's like, no, I don't think so. And he holds it above his head. Cause he's much taller. So while Theo's given this description,
0: Jasper knows that these are way too big and bright to be fireflies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> don't you think it looks a little big?
6: Well, yeah, you know, there's different sizes. I had a, I had a pet pig once that uh, ate a lot during the winter, which we didn't realize it had some feed. And it uh, it got like twice as big as all the other ones. You're like, oh, that can't be a pig. No, that's a pig. And they're like, oh, it's like a boar. So no, that's definitely a pig. I guess a boar is kind of like a pig. But no, say, oh, it's like the same size. It's probably just big one, big boned. A light breeze kind of drifts through and brings some
0: really, really chilled air, probably about five degrees colder than the ambient temperature of the night and now you can hear whispers on the wind as the lights uh, bob closer and closer Do do we all hear this? Uh, I guess that depends if Theo and Jasper share what they're seeing I think uh, Theo responds to Jasper and I was like
6: I I think they might be big boned but I don't think they're supposed to whisper I'm getting a bad feeling Jasper and he turns to to walk towards Gunnar to try to get his attention
1: Hey, what's up, big guy?
6: Um, de- fireflies don't whisper, right? I mean, that's it's
1: not a thing, right? Uh, no, Vi. Gunner looks very scared.
6: Well, you know how, like, a pig can be kind of big if it eats a lot, and, and that can happen <laughs> with fireflies? <laughs> but, like, they're not supposed to whisper. Oh, my God, AJ.
1: <laughs> Gunner just gives him this confused look like he's not sure if he's supposed to be scared anymore <laughs> um What? well just take a look You're jasper show him, what are you talking about My point yeah and you you can
0: see these two little lights in the forest uh slowly coming closer
1: and closer guys we need to run Gunnar starts to panic and starts like running over to everybody and just kind of like punching them in the shoulder and trying to get them to get on the horses and go.
2: <laughs> um, do you think they're going to hurt us or do you want to, I don't know, attempt to talk to it? You're normally pretty good at talking or getting us in more trouble. I don't know.
1: Who, who are you talking to?
2: You, because you're punching me in the arm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Daniel, stop! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> no, we, we can't talk to them We need to go, but, but it's wrong with you Come on
2: Okay, well now we have to pack up camp, so help
1: Yeah, you're, you're right, okay Let's grab our things Or at the very least, we can run and come back Or something Josh, how far are they out? Uh, are they
3: like
0: picking up speed and coming at us? or? They're about 100 feet out right now And they're not moving any faster They're just kind of swirling and twirling around each other Alright
3: uh, Fio tries to pack his stuff up and gets on a horse and starts, starts helping people usher and things.
6: Gunner, what, what are they? they? Are they the are they the orbs? Are they the, octop- are they, uh, the octopus squishy squishy things? Or, or what, what's going on? Oh,
1: I didn't even think about that. I think Gunner looks even more pale. He's like, oh my gosh, but if they are jelly pusses, we need to run. <laughs> Honestly, Gunner doesn't bother packing up anything. He just starts to like... <laughs> he, he just, he's just running around, like, pushing people, just trying to get them to move, like, if they're if they are not already panicking. He's 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 inciting a group panic, which is what Gunnar does best. <laughs> Fergus gets really antsy. He's like, what? what nah, ah! he, he, he
0: casts a firebolt at the lights. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> no! Sounds so, about right. Whoosh, <laughs> he just
0: lights up the, the clearing as this firebolt flies through the
1: air. Fergus, what the heck are you doing? You're going to catch the whole forest on fire.
2: What do we see?
0: It flies and it misses, so it hits a tree and sputters out, and then the two lights twirl together one more time, and then they too
1: flicker out and disappear. Hmm. They're invisible now. We have to be <laughs> careful and still go. But Where, what are how, they? How
2: will we know when to stop, or anything?
1: I don't know. I don't know what to do.
2: I think you and Fio should go check it out. Okay.
1: We'll keep Let's packing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but not, not too far away from the group. We know how that ends. Well, and, and Fergus says, well, does, does anybody know what what,
0: the, what those were?
1: <laughs> I think Gunner's holding a lantern over his face so that it casts a big shadow like over his eyes, and you hear him say, Wisps. Well, just lightning cracks out of nowhere. It's not even. It's not even cloudy.
2: <laughs> Could we do a check to try to piece together what it might be, Josh? Yeah. What sort of check would you think that would be? Uh, that would be
1: an Arcana check.
2: I can try.
1: Yeah, I, I think Gunnar wants to try.
2: It's like if anybody's decent in Arcana, <clears throat> Jasper, you should um, roll. <laughs> Oh, well I just got a natural twenty, so it's a twenty. <laughs> Woo! Wasted that.
1: I got a nine. <laughs> Gunner Gunner is convinced they're wisps, no matter what you tell him.
2: Okay, yeah, so
0: Vez is looking out and she starts putting the pieces together and she's like, Yeah, those are those are lost phantoms. Those are those are <laughs> wisps. The spirits of people who have gotten lost in the woods. She relays this information
2: in a spooky voice to try to scare Gunner more.
0: And so in addition to knowing this, you do know a little more information about them. So unlike in the Monster Manual, just generically presents Wisps as these malevolent evil spirits. In Hemorrill, they are not innately evil. They're just like lost souls. But in their effort to find their way, they often lure other people to their deaths because they'll call for help, they'll shine their lights like lanterns, and if you get too close, just the negative energy from their spirit will drain your life from you. So they don't do it on they don't do it on purpose, but they inadvertently cause deaths from people who get lost in the woods.
2: So now that they've disappeared, does that mean anything to me?
0: Their lights occasionally flicker and go out, but it does not mean the spirit has departed. You also know that they are not hostile unless they are investigated. It's so like, there's a thing, if you ignore them, they eventually leave, but if you actively go seek them out, they sense that you're seeking them, and they feel like you're coming to their rescue, so they move closer and then accidentally absorb all your life energy from you.
2: Theo, Gunnar, I've changed my mind. Don't go out there. Gunner's right, they are wisp, so we just need to ignore them, and they'll go away. Gunnar, you should be great at that. That's how you handle most of your problems, right?
6: Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fergus is like ooh burn Gunnar's <laughs> so mad and he wants to say something and he just he holds his finger up and opens his mouth but he just goes ah, ah, and then puts his finger down and goes and starts packing his stuff
2: we, we don't have to go anywhere we just ignore them are you sure? yes if you really want to we could still move but I mean it is dark so we need to be careful
0: and Laszlo just says, well, uh, I think, uh, I think if, if Jasper just stays up, because he doesn't sleep, he can watch out for him, and he can warn us if they get close, and then we can just sleep and we'll be fine. Right, Jasper?
4: Sounds good.
1: Okay, but nobody go pee over there, okay? Sounds good to me.
0: <laughs> so, funny story, Daniel, I actually did have that wisp encounter planned from the get-go. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it was going to be it was going to be one that I was going to spring on you. So it, wor- it worked out that that's what you went with.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, because I was like, fireflies sound nice. And then I'm like, fireflies could kind of look like wisps. So that makes sense.
0: All right. So you guys sleep through the rest of the night and then you get up the next day and you get going. So we're going to move on to you, Joel. Me, Joel? Yeah. You Joel, after that little little scare and that panic induced by Gunner, maybe you guys are a little antsy the next day. Maybe you have trouble sleeping. I don't know if that's gonna affect your story beat, but what do you want to happen on this journey? I think
5: that maybe a day, you know, about halfway through our our travel or something, and we're out in the out in the wilderness and everything, and we come across this nice, beautiful meadow with like a stream running through it. And it just so happens that this is the time for us to break for, for lunch. So I think we set up and kind of, you know, start almost having a picnic, I would say.
0: Ooh, I like that yeah. idea. Yeah. You let the horses graze for a little bit. Let Master and Theo roll around on the grass.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm, mad, I meant, <laughs> <but> I'm mad, <laughs> but it's true. I'm mad, but it's <laughs> true. And Tua just sits there and wags his tail and watches him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think
1: Gunner grabs some jerky from the cart, but he, he lets it hang out of his pocket a little too much. And I think Tua starts to chase after him. And Gunner's like, no, no, hey, 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 stop, Tuo, stop, ah! It turns into this chase where Tua is just like chasing Gunner in circles. And Gunner's terrified, but Tua is loving it the whole time. <laughs> Until eventually Gunner gets tackled and Tua takes the jerky.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Fergus takes this time to kind of scoot over next to Jasper and he says, Well, uh, so Jasper, I, I have I have a question for you. Yes. Well, uh now that I've well left Lady Hecate's uh tutorage, I don't really have someone to teach me wizard stuff. So I was I was wondering if you could, you know, share some notes with me occasionally, maybe help me practice a little bit and teach me to be a, a a wizard like take me as your apprentice or something sure
4: thing rule number 1 Gnomish is the language of uh, magic
0: but, but, but that, that, that's false like there are a lot of languages you can do magic in you can do it in in, in draconic you can do it in the infernal tongue you can do it in celestial tongues um, if you know some of the old languages you can do it in old language and he he starts rambling <laughs> About all the this theory behind the language of magic, <laughs> completely missing uh, the point you were making.
4: I just listen, intrigued.
1: <laughs> Jasper's patience is amazing. <laughs> it's how he stalks and kills his prey.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so yeah they they they're just talking, and uh, Laszlo comes and sits next to Vez and Aegon, and he sits down and says. Man, this is this is some good food. Where'd you get it, Aegon? Oh, what do you mean,
7: Laszlo? Where did I get it?
0: Well, you got it out of the cart, so I just—I presume you had done the shopping or something. I mean, this is this is good.
7: I didn't put it there, no.
2: Well, who who did then?
7: Well, I, I thought you did, Laslo.
0: Uh, I I didn't. I thought I thought it was you or Vez. Uh oh.
2: No, I did. I was. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think it was me. Hey, Fio, Gunnar, did one of you guys go grocery shopping for us? Oh,
7: they're not—they're not responsible enough to do that, Fez.
2: I mean, Fio got sandwiches for everyone.
3: You—you you guys look over to Fio, and he's eating his own sandwich.
2: He talks about smoked meat all the time.
1: <laughs> I—I got—I got food. And Gunnar has some pieces of bread, and he's currently slicing up some cheese.
2: <laughs> no, I, I think I'm good. That wasn't, okay.
1: Um, <laughs> See ya. Do you want any cheese?
2: No, thank you. So okay.
0: you guys are sitting there and uh, you guys are questioning and trying to figure things out. Master the cat's sitting up on the cart watching you guys and just flicking his little tail as if he knows something you don't.
2: Master, did you do the grocery <laughs> shopping? <laughs> Was it Lady Hecate? Did she just add groceries to our? Are you still watching us? And Master
0: shakes his head no before freezing.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> well. <laughs> Thank you for the groceries, I guess. Did you get them for us?
0: Master just starts licking their paw.
2: Lady, we know you're there.
4: I didn't know I'd have to kill the cat.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> What's that, Nate?
4: I start getting ready to cast Firebolt at the cat.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Vez scoops master into her arms so that uh lady how far away can you continue to watch us
0: and uh a voice uh, comes from across the meadow and says
2: only a short distance how long (laughs) were you planning on following us (laughs) she's (laughs) like looking in the direction (laughs) of the voice now oh my god
0: and uh you see lady hecate pop out from behind a tree she's (laughs) like well I i have magic
2: Oh, so you've just been, like, teleporting, and when did you put the groceries on our car? (laughs) Well, before before
0: you left, you just didn't notice them till
2: now. Oh, well, that's that's honestly probably fair. Um, so why are you, are you just following us because you're bored, or what?
0: Well, no, actually, uh, there was an interesting development that I wanted to talk to you about. And uh, she's kind of distastefully trying to weave her way through the the thick grass in the meadow. (laughs) Uh, You don't think she spends a whole lot of time in the outdoors or in the forest or even outside of her own palace, if she can avoid it. And uh, she eventually makes her way over to you. And she says, Well, one, I felt bad for not seeing you off when you left initially. So I wanted to stop by and say say goodbye. Um, Additionally, I have some information from my father for you. And uh, she pulls out a big pack of, like, folded documents. And she says, Well, since Smills died, we've had to do something with his business. And uh, my father is starting his own, but now that his employer is dead and there's no one to inherit the company, uh, I've taken it upon myself to take care of it. So these documents are the transactions that Smills has made with various people in Alsina that my father couldn't share with you previously. So I was thinking, perhaps, that this might help you investigate things further. Because things are just feeling really fishy. Like right now all the signs are pointing to Alcina for you, for whatever the hell Smills was doing, and uh, just wanted to pass it on to you. And she holds out the papers, and a bird poops in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> and her and she just she just stops and her face sours like mid, like as she's extending her arms with the papers.
2: Vez does the most incredible job of her entire life, keeping a straight face as she takes the papers from Lady Hecate. And she pulls, like, a handkerchief or whatever out of her bag and puts that back in her hand that she just took the <laughs> uh, <laughs> documents from. You might you you might need that. I'm going to go put these over here. And she, like, turns away. And, like, Lady Hecate can't see it. And she keeps her face away from Master. But whoever is in that direction can definitely see the grin. But she's, like, looking down and trying to control herself.
3: hmm <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, and she slowly, slowly wipes her, (laughs) wipes her hair clean, (laughs) or as clean as she can get it. Aegon will pipe up and say, you know, they say that's good luck, Lady Hecate.
7: Is it now? Oh, yes. Something good must be in your future.
0: Well, I sure hope so. (laughs) And she, she glares at the the forest around her. Thanks for the
1: cheese, by the way. No, no problem, Gunnar.
0: I, I know it's, how much you I know how much you like it. It's wetty good. Well, anyway, I'm gonna get out of this horrible place and get back to my palace. So once again, thank you very much for your help. I wish you the best on your travels, and remember that Brimpton is open to all of you, if you should ever decide to return. And she winks at Theo <laughs> before turning pulling a spell scroll out of her robes and she casts a spell that causes this circle of runes to appear in the ground around her and there's a rush of air as the air gets sucked to her location and boom! She teleports
1: away. Hey, Theo, are you gonna share any of the meat or are you just gonna hog it all?
3: Theo big begins bed? to climb a tree and, and tries to hide from Gunner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Theo, you can't outrun me in Gunner. Gunner then starts chasing him.
6: I don't have to run you. I just have to eat the sandwich before you get
1: here. <laughs> I mentioned there's a scene where like there's like a sausage link and like Gunner's got one end of it in his mouth and Fio's got the other end in his oh, mouth yeah. and no, they're just like on the ground. That. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're like here. growling at each other like <laughs> Stop. <we're, Yeah>. No. <laughs> What's wrong with Like you? a bad cartoon scene. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> oh god.
5: And then and then Tuo runs in from the middle and takes it from both of you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
0: Oh. All right. So Vez is holding on to all these documents now. So you know if you spent some time looking through them not that long it'd probably be pretty quick you'd be able to figure out where to go if you want to investigate the smills story because that's kind of like a parallel story to the one you guys are continuing on so you don't have to it's just an option for you she will it's a pseudo side quest i guess Mm. pseudo side quest yeah that's also kind of a main quest but also kind of a side quest it's an optional main quest
2: and as they're, so I know I've been talking about. A, she's been reading as they've been traveling. She has been reading the Lost Treasure of the Kal-nish.
0: Uh The Lost Treasure of Anita Kalnish?
2: Yes. So I don't know how long that takes to read, but.
0: Oh, you probably get through it in a few days. So yeah, like the that book is also useful for another side quest because it details the adventures of a legendary hero from the Mere's kingdom who won these treasures by slaying a dragon in the days of old when they still flew the skies above Emeril. And the legends say that it's hidden somewhere near Alcina, but hidden away where nobody can find them. And then there is a list of reference books on the last few pages that you know you could probably find in a library in Alcina. So if you wanted to take the effort to research in the library, you'd probably be able to figure out where
2: it is. She'll probably end up doing that then. I feel like this when her and Theo take their turn on watch, she like will summarize the parts she's read and just like tell him stories as they're like <laughs> doing <laughs> That's their so thing. So cute.
3: Oh my gosh. I love that.
2: <laughs> she tried to do it. I feel like she probably tried to do it with some of uh the others and Probably Aegon would have listened politely, but I don't know how interested he really would have been. Jasper would have, probably would have read his own book, and I think Gunnar and her probably would have just got distracted by like he she'd say something, and be like, "Oh, you know what?" and like they'd go off
3: on a side <laughs> tangent. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sure Theo is is just at at the ready, <laughs> just as like a kid brother, just ex- excited just to hear any stories. he's just he's so he's so happy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and she could totally, like, however the character is described in the book, she can, like, transform herself into that because Janelle can't read and can actually, uh, changelings can actually change into anything, but I can't change into a specific person unless I've seen them, but in her mind, she just kind of makes up what she thinks this person might look like, (laughs) and that's how she makes herself look when she tells these stories to him. Okay, so you, so
0: you look very heroic. Yes. Like a very heroic warrior woman.
2: May have scared like Gunner accidentally, like when he's woken up and he like sees somebody he does not recognize.
1: <laughs> Wakes She's up. also very
2: careful <laughs> yeah. to Yeah.
1: Throws a dagger at you. It's like half a centimeter away from your face. Yeah. And you're like,
2: Oh, it's me. No, she catches it out of the air with her monk skills. Ooh. throws it back no,
1: um.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my eye
0: <laughs> so yeah you guys take some more time you camp again Vez tells these wonderful stories to the people at the campfire and we move on to the next day so we are finally to Nate so Nate what's one thing you would like to happen on this trip
4: simple it's been too peaceful I think as we're sitting there uh, riding our wagons, we hear some sounds of birds flying above us. Very distinct, annoying sound as two cockatrices <laughs> decide to land.
0: God dang it. What? No. Whoa, Nate, Nate wants a combat encounter, huh? Yeah. We're
4: encroaching on their territory. They want to protect their younglings. Roll for initiative, boys.
0: Look <laughs> Nate over here, the masochist. All right, so, Nate, I'll do you one better. So you guys are riding the woods. You're kind of getting out of a forested area into another, like, open, hilly plains area. You can see the foothills and the mountains. Not quite in the distance, but they're not, like, right next to you. They're just a little ways off. You're kind of making your way that way. And as you're starting across this wide, open area, Jasper does look up, and he's like... That's a weird-looking hawk, huh? The i think that hawk has a a long tail and, and bat wings, huh? That thing's bigger than a cockatrice, and it's, like dread starts to—I don't know if I don't know if Jasper would feel dread, but like he starts to realize as this thing turns and begins to descend down towards you, that's something very dangerous is plummeting directly towards the party.
1: No! Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesper! man! Yay!
0: What a dick.
3: <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There we discuss episodes, Dungeons and Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering.
0: Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net. The song Country Village is from Tabletop Audio at TabletopAudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. Creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by nc nd slash 4.0.